Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Hello, Tully Louise. Good morning, good midday, good afternoon. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm very excited. We're heading to LA on Monday, so when this episode comes out, we'll be in Los Angeles. We're actually landed there right now. Yes, We're there. We are there, but I'm good. How are you? What's been happening? Give us a little life update. Life update. I'm good. Um, I'm not allowed to talk about my dating life on the show anymore, am I? You? <laughs> no, no. I just said you just don't want to get yourself into trouble. Okay. Um... Yep, just been seeing someone loosely for the last little bit. <laughs> That's right. not getting yourself into trouble, is it? <laughs> right, we love that. No, um, cute. We love that. Cute, we love that. We love that. It's good. It's really hot in the studio today, actually. Um, but this episode we have with our dear friend, David the Medium. One of our favourite humans. And we said that at the start of last week's episode when you gave the tea that David oh, yes. was coming on. We were I like, did. my God, we love him. He's one of our favourite humans. And he's our, our Margie brother. Yes. One of the requested episodes that we get each year is like a prediction for the following year. So that's what you guys wanted it. We're giving it to you. Predictions for 2024. And that's what we did with David. So enjoy this episode. And don't forget to like, subscribe and share with all your friends. We love you guys. Bye. Well, well, well. Welcome back for the fifth time, David. So honoured. It's honestly my favourite podcast to be on. So Stop. thank you for having me back. We always have so much fun. Yes. We, we have to say that because we're like family. You're one of our best mates. We're the sisters. <laughs> I know, and we're literally sitting next to you. So if you didn't say that, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the middle surrounded. Yeah, but we're so excited. Obviously, we'll, before we get into like the annual like 2024, we do this every year. Did you know that? Mm. Well, we have for the, the last, last three years. Yeah, yeah since 2020. Yeah. Yeah. But firstly, let's have a little life update from you. How are you? I'm great. I've, I've returned from Europe. So I was away in uh, August mm-hmm. and I just returned really ready to like for change. And yeah. I think it's been a really sort of big transition for a lot of people over the last few months in particular. But I'm really excited into uh, heading into 2024. Yeah, amazing. I feel like I've got some sort of bigger things happening. I like I like that you feel like that because we were just saying that a lot of people don't like change. Yeah. Well, change is really like a crossroad in life and it's a, it really depends on how you view it. Like it can be something that can be quite daunting for a lot of people or it can be exciting. Yeah. Mm. I think the whole thing it comes down to sort of control and when we feel like we're not in control of situations, I think that's where sort of the, you know, the animosity and those anxiety. kind of anxiety and all those feelings come from. Or you can jump into it like excited for new beginnings or fresh starts or new pathways to go down. So. That's why I feel like January is so fun. I find January such an exciting month because I'm mm. like, new year, new me, like so many goal setting. And then it's so funny, two months down the track, you're just like, mm. <laughs> like that feeling like disappears. Yeah. I want to know whether any European stories that you can tell on the podcast. Oh, any European stories? Well, it was the first time I'd been back to London and Paris for a good like 14, 15 years. So it was just oh, wow. nice to yeah. sort of walk around and catch up and just recharge. I mean, European summer is just Nothing like it. Like mm-hmm. it's just so recharging and refreshing and it's just beautiful. And Because it, they're such old countries and cities, mm. do you energetically pick up on anything? You feel the history of it. And I am, it's so funny that you bring that up because I'm spewing at myself for not doing like a London ghost tour because oh. I reckon that would be amazing. Oh. Like, it, you know, buildings in London are older than yeah. modern Australia. Yeah. Such a beautiful city, like so much history. Yeah. Well, for everyone... No one will know this because this was a, a discussion between us three. This year, David and I tried to do a ghost tour of a old jail or something. Like a, it's out in Beechworth. What was it? Mental asylum. Old and things mental like, asylum. Yep. Yeah, the Beechworth mental. And we contacted them, and they're like, "Oh, um, we don't usually do that. You won't be able to record. You can record after it and share it to our Facebook page." And David and I were like, um, Please, do you know who Facebook, we are? I know. And Facebook, I'm sorry, I didn't realise this was 2006. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, who's on your Facebook Also, page, let's right? just go back. Here how it was just Sarah and David. I, I definitely, definitely wasn't. I, I picked up on her. I was like. I definitely was not going. We, like, we learned, I will drive you, but I'm not going in there. Totally we, staying in the car. Yeah. yeah. We learned that mistake from when we went <laughs> to LaRonda. So t- two years ago when we were doing this 
exact episode, Tully was like, guys, I have a great… It was my idea. It was your idea, exactly. I have a great idea. Let's go to a really haunted place and do a live podcast. Brilliant idea. We we oh, went what? to a, we went to a really haunted place. Mm. How far in to it I did think you get? I told? lasted two minutes. No, not even two minutes. I think is fair. It's a very brave two minutes. Yeah, it was such a brave two yeah. minutes. I walked through the guard, stood at the door, not not going yeah. in. I'm you guys. No, go. you were doing security for us. You were doing a great. Yeah, job. I was. I was great. But mm. it was that episode we were talking about that the other day, and we should put a link below for anyone that hasn't listened. I actually really fucking enjoyed listening to that episode. It was, I thought it was so yeah. funny. And this is why Dave and I want to do another ghost busting podcast because you could hear on the we audio <laughs> the footsteps. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. If anyone has any recommendations. Recommendations of anywhere else that we can go that we can have access to, I'm more than happy to suggest the location. (laughs) She's more than happy to wait in the car for us, but you know, I'm pregnant, but I'm safe in the car. Oh, you've got a bloody excuse now. We don't don't (laughs) need Rosemary's baby happening. (laughs) Pick up on some spirit. But we should definitely link that episode below because it was great. It was great. Yeah. So I want to also talk about, we're just talking about before you've been doing these 20, is it 20 or 22 minute? 22, yeah. 22 minute manifestation sessions. Can you? Explain what they are. Oh, my gosh. They are honestly my most favorite thing I've ever done as a psychic medium over the last seven years. So basically what I'm doing, they're online events via Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm bringing an audience together. And essentially what I'm doing is giving my own personal insights and tips on how best to manifest. So essentially helping people create pathways and align themselves with whatever their goals or their accomplishments mm-hmm. in life may be. So whether it's, you know, abundance or financial uh, freedom or jobs, relationships, career, you know, anything like that. And then at the end of my little talk, uh, so the whole event goes for 22 minutes, hence the name, but it always ends up going for like half an hour because I can't stop fucking talking. (laughs) um, And then at the end of that, we do a group manifestation meditation. So I just play some sound frequency healing music in the background and I get everyone to just close their eyes. And it's all about not only visualizing what you want to manifest into your life, but most importantly, and for everyone listening with manifestation in general, most importantly, feeling it and really sensing the emotion. Like, how does it make you feel? What would it feel like to have that as a part of your life? And when you've got, like, you know, we're, I'm so fortunate in you know, the audience and, you know, the community that I've been able to create for that because at any one time we've got anywhere from, like, 800 to 1,000 people doing wow. it. So it's basically, like, manifestation times 1,000. And I swear to God we open portals. Like, the energy is wild. Like, I end up with a third eye the size of a dinner plate. Like, wow. my heart is racing. My body gets tingly and shaking. And I thought it was just me, but... Then the feedback from a lot of the attendees, like they're getting blue flashes in front of their eyes. They're feeling the tingles and the shakes. A lot of us actually end up crying. It's not a sad emotional thing, but it's just an energetic release. It's just spectacular, and I'm so fortunate and grateful yeah. to be able to do that. That's yeah. amazing. And I, we were talking about before, we're going to do the December 13th, which is sold out. It is sold out. Yeah. But we'll definitely be doing some more in 2024 Yeah, as so well. definitely follow David if you don't. But I just think the energy of all those people, it's like crazy. Mm. I'm I, so excited. I have mm. a question. Mm. You said you open up a portal. Yeah. What's a portal? <laughs> it's just a term that I use really. No, but it's kind of like imagine all the energy coming together and it's spinning around like a tornado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like 100, 800, pardon me, going straight up into the sky. Then it kind of opens up like a veil to the afterlife, I say. So it's kind of like the universe is even more able to hear your manifestation um, intention even stronger than it otherwise would be just by yourself. Kind of like closer to whatever. Kind of like a direct phone line to spirit and the the universe inverted commas, yeah. Do the spirit, does the spirit, have access and guide you towards your manifestations then? They will help in their own way in terms of guidance and offering sort of connective energy, Mm. but it's more sort of a universal connection thing. So, I mean, our lives for the most part are essentially pre-written, the big events Mm. that are a part of it. What I find manifestation is a bonus for and something that can be very assistful in day-to-day life is just helping you align with your goals and your accomplishments mm. even more clearly than you otherwise would have. Yeah. Uh, and certain things like, you know, life is, I say, the journey, not the destination. Like everything is what we're doing day by day and those daily habits. And by manifesting, it really helps you align even more proper, mm. for want of a better phrase, because suddenly you're realising 
okay, well, this isn't working, so why am I allowing it to be a part of my life? Because what I say to everyone when it comes to manifestation, like you set your goal and you're raising the vibration to reach that goal. So you need to cut out any negativity in your life that doesn't align with it, whether that's people, places, or beliefs, emotions. Like it's okay to feel negative. It's okay to wake up sad or feeling like shit some days because we're human. Yeah. But if that becomes a natural sort of habit or something that you see going on continually, then that's something that needs to be changed mm. because that's also stopping you from your highest potential and also your higher goals yeah. at the same time as well. So it's just paying attention to things like that as well. Have you had any, I know we've seen it on Instagram, you've mm. reposted things, but is there any particular story that comes out to you that someone has written in and said, oh, my God, I did your session and mm. I manifested this and then this happened? Oh, I, thought, I mean, the first one that came into my mind and it was so beautiful because it was a lady who joined my sessions in, uh, the first one she did was in June. And she was just manifesting freedom from an abusive shit partner oh. of 13 years. And she's like, and then she messaged a week after the event and she goes, that meditation we did just gave me the strength to be able to sort of finally separate from this bullshit. Oh, and then she did another one uh, recently and she said that she was manifesting, wanting to bring in, you know, great relationship energy into her life, something that she properly deserved. And she's like, I've met someone. Oh. So I was like, fuck, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. I love like, that. I mean, it's great to win, you know, financial reward. It's great to have cool new jobs. But when you get such a personal, emotional experience like that, like that's yeah. what it's all about. And that's powerful, her mm getting rid of the toxic relationship allowed her to open up, mm. like, to something amazing. Exactly. So it's like she hadn't done that. Yeah. And I'm not doing that on behalf of everyone. Yeah. Like, I'm just directing it. And this is the most important thing to remember. It's all you that's doing all the uh-huh. work. Like, this is your life. These are your decisions and your pathways. I'm just helping you align with it even easier than maybe you otherwise would. Yeah. That's so beautiful. It's special. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I always find you so um, – peaceful and that's I'm glad you do no. I'm, I'm sitting here like fuck yeah. no. <laughs> in saying that like I understand where these people coming from because you give such clear direction of how to go where you want to go mm. and it's just like okay I get what I have to do now I yeah. know where I've been holding myself back and to describe yourself as a portal you're a little portal for these people mm-hmm. to get to the higher power. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And, I mean, this is the thing because I want to, since the beginning, I've always wanted to shape myself as, like, the mainstream medium. Like, you know, spirituality is such an unknown sort of concept to so many different people because, you know, we haven't had experience with it growing up necessarily. Mm. So even I found when I was listening to, you know, YouTube or listening to podcasts on people talking about it, it was just going completely over my head because it's sort of like they have this sort of spiritual ego to them that just makes it so impossible to understand. So my whole aim in a lot of ways is just to break it down and just make it so normal and mainstream so then people actually not only understand it but then they can connect with it and evolve in it in their own way. Yeah. And it's also so, not intimidating. Like you're not intimidating. No, I don't want to be. No, and I not. never wanted to be. Yeah. yeah. I think it is becoming more mainstream. 100%. I, I definitely know. I think it is. But then is it the people we know or hang around with? You think it's just <laughs> yeah, people? I don't know. Is column it, A, column B. Yeah. Like, I, I don't mean, know. Like I feel like yes, but then I'm like maybe it's just the people I surround myself with. Well, I think that's probably the case for me as well because yeah. a lot of people at the beginning, especially when, you know, David the medium came onto the scene, like even people – that I'd been friends with for a very long time. Yeah. They didn't align with it, so I got rid of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm finding I've got some big red lines in my life with, you know, what I expect from people but also what I can give to people, people as yeah. well. And this is from a friendship perspective or even, uh, you know, relationships, family, whatever it may be, but personal connections. And if people aren't matching that or they're being really disrespectful for that, then, you know, like I said, see you later. Yeah. And it's a firm red line. It it's has a good to be. quality to have. Well, it has to be. Yeah, yeah. It's a great quality to have because I find it really hard to just cut people hmm. in your life because you, for me personally, it's always like, oh, but. They're going through something. Exactly. Like, oh, they're depressed. So are we. I've known. I know. Well, not depressed necessarily, but we're all going oh, but through like, things. We've got like friends that like you make excuses. You're like, oh, but they're mm. going through something. And then I'm like, I don't need that negative person in my life. Mm. Why no. do I keep making excuses? No. Like, yeah, okay, they're going through something. But like, as you said, it's all week. Every day. Yeah. And that's the thing because it doesn't mean that we're not sympathetic mm. to their cause. You know, we, you know, it's not to say, well, oh, well, they're going through something. I need them out of my life because I don't want to deal mm. with that. Like, absolutely not. I don't think anyone really no. does that. We're all wanting to be supportive of our friends uh, and connections. But it gets to the point where, you know, I mean, to use a personal example for me, I hope you're listening. <laughs> no, <but> like, <laughs> that's ego talking. But it's sort of like there's just been some really disrespectful behavior from 
friends and, yeah. you know, just even talking shit and it's just sort of like, okay, why am I friends with you? Yeah. Bye. Like, Bye. See you later. Yeah. Like, I've gotten, what am I losing no. at the end of the day? Absolutely nothing. And that's that's the negative drainer. That's the negative mm. energy. And we talk about that all the time yeah. on the podcast. We're like negative drainers and energy givers. Mm. Like you want energy givers in your life. You yeah. don't want negative drainers. 100%. It's a, and that's the thing. It is a give and take. But if you're going to take, then you've got to give as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's energetic rebalancing. Yeah. yeah. So when we had you on the podcast last year, I think it was the end of last year, there mm. was a few predictions <laughs> that came up. And yeah. I think we should briefly talk about them quickly because some of them, most of them came true. It was an amazing episode because mm. we were wrapping it up and then you were like, guys, this is actually so weird. I'm getting live down, download. live downloads as that. we're speaking. And Tully and I were like, that was an amazing to watch. An amazing experience to watch you just transform from our friend David to then whatever. David the medium. David yeah. the medium. Yeah. It was amazing. So you kicked off initially with the word, which was accountability. Mm. And there was a lot of talk about master and the slave in that sense. Mm. Personally, I think it's come to fruition this year. Mm, A lot of different ways, yeah. In what ways do you think? Well, there's definitely through conflict, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. but also just even leadership within government, Mm -hmm. you know, and how we view our sort of what we call the social contract with our masters, which are business leaders, thought leaders, but especially politicians as well, especially if those of us within Victoria as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was that's happening. one of the live downloads. You were like, there's something about, can I say his name? Voldemort? No. <laughs> Dan. Dan. Old, mate, old mate Dan. Yeah, old mate Dan. And you said he's going to be held really accountable mm-hmm. for his actions this year. Mm. Um, another thing that came to fruition was earthquakes yeah you said I find a real sense of like earthquakes and the Hollywood sign had a real presence in your download Mm. that hasn't happened yet I don't know what the Hollywood sign is yeah but the earthquakes were interesting because if you live in Melbourne we've had about four or five earthquakes in the last six months and that's very rare rare and big ones as well yeah like scary ones um so that's crazy and then you were also mentioning Russia and the bear yeah which I think has got to do with Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, that'd be Russia and Ukraine, 100%. Um, what else? There was one more other thing, but I can't remember now. I've forgotten. I had accountability, the master and the slave. One thing I took out of it, you said um, it's how we choose to look at the world and you you choose your heart. Mm. What do you think that means? Well, I mean, we all live in the same world, but we all live in a different reality at the same time. So it's completely based on what you choose to see based on your own understandings, but also your own spiritual frequency. So it's sort of like, you know, everything in life can be hard, everything in life can be easy, but you're essentially choosing what you choose to see and what path you want to go down there. Mm. That's why I sort of say it. Okay. Like we all have complexities and issues that we all deal with, but Mm -hmm. how you choose to handle it and how you choose to face it is the hard that you're choosing. Yeah. Everything in life is a choice. It really is. Like even when you felt like you've got no choice, there's no such thing as no yeah. choice. There's always a choice. Absolutely. Mm. So for 2024, I know you've meditated already on a word, mm. but we're not going to talk about that today because you're going to release that on the 13th of December. Sarah and Tully know the word. Yes, yeah, so we know the word and I'm like absolutely stoked by it mm. because it's a word that I think I'll be taking very much into. I mean, we all will be. Yeah. But something that's come up for me in you were mentioning it already. That's yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's wild. So I'm excited for this word, but you'll release it on the December 13th, which is your live. Yeah, my live event on December 13th. So if you do have a ticket to that, then that's where I'll release the word and then I'll post to social media probably, yeah, towards Christmas. Yeah. a week or so after. I love Getting that. ready for 2024. How and when did this word come to you? Oh, my gosh. So it was, they always come to me. It used to come to me in the really deep meditation, but the last two words have actually come to me really randomly. So the accountability word came to me when I was driving huh. wow. um, because I think it's when the mind's distracted. Obviously, you know, the mind travels at the same time. And this one came to me half in the meditation but also half when I was having dinner with a friend. Oh, wow. And talking to her about it. And then I was like, I think that's the word. Is this friend spiritual? Like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, but a new friend, which is really interesting because I've only recently met her and just instantly clicked and she's got a very strong spiritual side as well. Yeah. So uh, it's fascinating. I'm intrigued by sort of the more deep I dive into what will probably end up entailing and the overall meaning. Is there any way, I don't know if, how, if you can answer this because mm. it might give away the word, but mm. is there any element of this word that 
you feel you'll need to take into 2024? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So stay tuned, everybody. But David the Medium actually has two really big projects uh, and events and uh, events per se, not an actual live event. But maybe yeah. we will do live events. Uh, but two really big things coming in 2024. And I think for me, uh, I haven't even told you guys about one of it. Again, I can't can't announce it on the podcast, oh, guys. Stay yeah, tuned. But yeah. the girls, no, no, no. Um, but yeah, it really take an element of this word for me to yeah evolve into those mm. two things at the same time as well, and the things that I'll be learning. And I'm just excited. Like, I mean, there's just so many good things. Opportunities yeah. a great word. Yeah, there's so many good opportunities Sarah, coming. Can this word cha- help you in life at all? Yep. Mm. I think it's a very good word. And guys, I think for relationships for me. Mm. Well, I think That's, for me as well. Think, to be yeah, fair. I think, it, yeah, relation, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Mm. Anyway, I'm so excited. I just <laughs> had a, I just had a thought though. Maybe yeah. we do a live podcast next year as well. Oh, I would love. We that. could do a live and then do a Have manifestation. A huge yes. Oh my god! Do you want to do that? Hundred percent. Oh my god, that'd, that'd be, be so good. fun. Yeah, imagine the energy. Mm. We could do like the 22 minute manifestation. Do like an interview series. Yeah. Do like have a Q and A. Fun audience Q and A. Oh my yeah. god, that'd be oh god. so fun. Yeah, and then hopefully by then I'd have my daughter, and then I can have a Margie on stage. Like <laughs> 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 Margarita. That would be so cool. It'd be like, who's that other medium who does the? And he's Edward? like, okay, no. yeah. John Edward. Yeah. And yeah. He's like, okay, who's got a book <gasps> or whatever in their handbag? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's great as well. I saw That's him in Canberra. Amazing. Yeah. We can let's, easily do that. Let's do it. We'll get a sponsor, do it properly. Yeah. I love how we brainstorm these ideas, <laughs> but I'm definitely involved in that yeah. one. <laughs> You're not waiting in the car for that one, You can wait in the car, David and I will yeah. do it. <laughs> so can you give us a little rundown of what's come up for you for 2024? Yeah, so gosh, 2024 will be a very uh, complex year. So that's not meant to make anyone nervous or like, oh, my God, but – it's just really sort of sudden surprises. That's how I sort of describe Ooh. 2024. So uh, one thing that a lot of, uh, and we've talked about it previously as well, but a lot of my followers know is what I call the rise of the dragon, mm-hmm. uh, which for me has always been China. And that sort of begun in 2019, mm-hmm. coincidentally around the same time COVID sort of formed as well. Uh, but the dragon finishes rising next year. Oh. So the dragon's been rising for a good sort of four-ish, five-ish years. And it also... Is risen as of 2024, probably wow. around March, April. So, so it's risen. So it's the the dragon will be risen as of 2024. It also happens to be the zodiac year of the, of dragon. the dragon. It does. Yeah, yeah they the wood dragon. Yeah. The wood dragon. Mm. Yeah, it's not a good wood dragon. That's interesting. So, to translate that into sort of, I guess, real world events or what we may see, I would suggest that China will probably right. become a bit more dragony. So a bit more. A bit more militaristic, yeah. perhaps. Wow. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Or a bit more sort of like, how are you going? Yeah, <laughs> like really stepping up the game. It's yeah. interesting mm. considering that that elbow just went, is his name elbow or is his name? Elbow, yeah, Albanese, yeah. He Elbow's just went sleazy. to China and like like apparently Australia and China are on like good terms mm. now or whatever. That's interesting too. Yeah. I mean, Australia, I mean, China has always been our biggest trading partner as well, yeah. and especially, uh, you know, we've got a lot of Chinese-Australian citizens here as well. You know, the universities have a lot of uh, international yeah. students, but, yeah, they are our biggest trading partner as well. So wow. it helps having a good relationship with them. Uh, if China gets a little bit dragony, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very interesting to see how it impacts on our relationship with them at mm. the same time as well. Wow. Um, for all of those, you know, nearly all of us have business in China in some way or mm-hmm. shape or form. What happens if that gets disrupted or perhaps even stops? What about in terms of the bear? Because when you've <laughs> that spoken was about- done. Okay. Yeah, I was never really, even when the war kicked off, like I did predict it before it happened, yeah. but I was never really, I, I mean, not that I didn't care, but I just wasn't paying strong attention to it because for me it was all just smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. And now we've got, you know, other conflicts that have arisen in the Middle East yeah. and there's other things sort of maybe happening in, you know, throughout 2024. <laughs> no one's throwing money into Ukraine anymore. It's mm. a losable war. I mean, Russia won that from the very start. Yeah. I mean, it was all talk that Ukraine ever had any opportunity to win. There's no yeah. way. So now that there's, you know, sort of new kids on the block in terms of the world conflict, America just isn't going to bother with them. Yeah. So 
Yeah, the, is that, are you talking about like the Israel and the Gaza situation? Well, yeah, the yeah the Israeli Palestinian situation has obviously comes to the forefront. Which, to be very honest, I did not see. Really, and wow. a lot of spiritual people. Well, did actually, I don't. It? I don't know any spiritual people that actually predicted wow. that. Came out of the complete blue. I was expecting something like that maybe next year, absolutely, but did not see that happening. Wow, and especially for me because. Uh, you know, I guess you girls know my backstory as well, but even for a lot of the listeners, like I, before I was David the Medium, I worked in counterterrorism. Yeah. I studied counterterrorism. Um, Israel was my special interest. Wow. So I've been interested in Israel since 1994 when I was a seven-year-old. Wow. Um, so it's been a, that whole region, but especially that whole geopolitical dynamic has been a special interest of mine for 25 years. And nothing came up. Nothing came up. And I've been to Israel. I've actually been to Palestine as well or the Palestinian territories. Um, and studied it, focused on it, worked in the area and had to do a lot behind the scenes that I can't really ever talk about, but Mm. did not see it happening. Yeah, no, and even now it's still not, I mean, it's a big focus, but all my focus is still on the dragon. Welcome back to Chemist Warehouse Picks of the Week. This week we have a guest, Dave the Medium. Hi. Hello. How are you? So good. How are you? Good. Uh, so every week we do a segment, Chemist Warehouse Picks of the Week, and this week it's my pick. So Sarah, I have a really good product that I'm going to pack to LA for us. So this is the Got To Be, and it's a little, like a mascara brush, guys, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do a little demo. Mm. And you can brush up your brows to give you like that. a laminated, kind. you've got really good brows, like a laminated look. Show which me, David. Love. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's a two-in-one gel. Zoom in on that. Yeah, two-in-one gel for your brows and edges. But everyone knows I love a slick hairstyle. So I always pack this in my handbag because when I get little flyaways, I'm currently pregnant, so my hair is growing dramatically. I've got baby hairs everywhere. So I always just pack this in and then just smooth out my little flyaways. But I think you guys should take this. I know Sarah's got a date tonight, so you can take this to brush up your brows. Thank you. I will. You can Dave, you got a date tonight? I have multiple dates tonight. No, no. <laughs> well, you'll get a date one. now because your brows are <laughs> on fleek. <laughs> so you can grab this got to be for brows and edges from Chemist Warehouse. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that, so, like, to me, that is like the dra- dragon is rising subtly in the background. Mm. And whereas mm. it's like we're distracted by... This, yeah. whatever's happening, first it was Ukraine, now we're distracted mm. by Israel mm. and Palestine. The dragons is rising and no one's even Ex- focusing. No one's yeah. focusing on it. Yeah. Uh, probably because they know that they can't. I mean, what are you going to do? China yeah. decides to go militaristic or China decides to cut we off its. Really <laughs> what are people going to do? Yeah. Well, especially Australia as well. And this is not to scare anyone, of course, but I always said if China goes militaristic in terms of maybe, you know, they've already taken back Hong Kong good, mm. a good 20 years before they were meant to, really. Uh, if they do decide to um, invade Taiwan, which yeah. I've always said is inevitable, I think it's um, they'll launch missile attacks on Australia within a day because they want to knock out the communication bases up north for the American military. So the, the oh. Australian civilians will be completely fine, but I mean we will see probably targeted strikes on the Australian mainland. I would suggest. And what about we're talking about this before the American um, uh, election? Election. Oh Sorry, my gosh! I yeah. Brain freeze. Uh, for next year, oh, what's point. coming up for that? Oh gosh, where do we, we start with that? I know, God. Like, I always we know. <laughs> I always get so unhinged on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. Well, please last year, last year when we had this discussion, you were like, "Girls, I thought you didn't want to get cancelled," and we're like, "No, no, we like having yeah. conversation. <laughs> we like, as Sarah would say, we like to be curious." Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, as everyone has already seen over the last couple of election cycles in the United States, when it becomes their election year. The spiritual energy goes completely off worldwide. Mm-hmm. So uh, I call America the spiritual empire. So anything or the spiritual ground zero. So anything that happens there actually does reverberate around the world. Now, from a day by day perspective, we see it already. I mean, especially in the Western world with uh, pop culture, but also economically, mm. politically, whatever happens there reverberates around the world inevitably anyway. So um, this time around, I mean, it's just got such, I mean, again, such a negative energy attached to it. I just, Really am fascinated by what will occur, occur pardon me, in America in 2024. Um, I, I cut my arm off Joe Biden as the candidate. I mean, that man, unfortunately, mm. is suffering from some rather serious health issues yes. that are very obvious if anyone pays attention to it. I don't think he's running the country. No, I don't think so either. Mentally cannot be. He can't even speak. Unfortunately, (laughs) poor 
Joe Biden. I mean, and for everyone who disagrees with what I'm saying, just watch a video of him talking in yeah. 2018 or 2016. He's very competent. He's very um, coherent. And now the poor man can't even string a sentence together. Yeah. So there's unfortunately very serious cognitive decline there. He's definitely not running the country. I think it would all be um, essentially Obama's third term. That's what I call it. So it's a lot of the um, original Obama administration, uh, maybe even yeah. Barack Obama himself sort of dealing with things behind the scenes. But mm. Um, I think it's become very obvious even to the sort of the average mainstream American that Joe Biden is unfortunately just a bit of a, it's it's, it's essentially elder abuse, that's Mm. how I view it. Um, It is one of my predictions, and I haven't said this anywhere publicly actually, that they will imprison Donald Trump. They will. They will. Uh, and you can only imagine what will happen when that happens. Wow. The uproar. The uproar. And then they will use that as a behind-the-scenes thing to crack down on anyone who supports Donald Trump. Wow. Which we've already seen anyway, to be very fair, with the um, Capitol Hill riots. So Donald Trump, he's had more charges and more sort of um, things brought against him compared to anyone else in in America in terms of like even like, you know, El Chapo and, you know, all the Mm. real huge drug traffickers have actually not faced what he's faced. So in terms of persecution, it's very interesting as well. So... Do you think that'll be in 2024? Yeah, it has to be because they need to knock him out before oh, the yeah, election. Before yeah, the yeah. Election. yeah, yeah, yeah. So will the charges stick? It would be very interesting to see how they progress up through the legal system in terms of even going to the Supreme Court, which I can only assume his team would do if any charges yeah. did stick. But uh, it is essentially, uh, I will call him, yeah, political prisoner number one. Wow. So, and then, like I said, if you imprison uh, or do anything legally against him, the uproar that that would cause against the mainstream America and his supporters, and then the crackdown that will occur because of that. So it's, it really is a very big wait and see. Like you think like riots or anything? Or 100%, just, yeah. yeah. But wow. then even mixed in with, um, you know, the rise of the dragon and then economic realities. Yeah. And there's just, you know, there's a lot of really sort of defining uh, issues that seem to be on the cards for 2024. And, you know, it sounds negative, but, you know, I guess we all adapt to everything. Mm. Yeah, so and true. It's how you look at it. Mm. Like that's what I've taken out from our friendship. It's like, yeah, these things um, can happen, but if you're driven by fear, that's how you're going to look at it. Mm. It's if you sit back and I don't know. Yeah. When you say things now, I don't get scared. No, yeah, <laughs> that's well, what I'm trying to just say. Ride the wave, really. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. In yeah. terms of economy, because we know a lot of mm. Australians are doing it really tough. Mm. Uh, I think the other day um, it came out that we've had the biggest loss of income around the world out yeah, of the West. In, yeah, in the, West, in, in the developed world, yeah. yeah. And how do you see that coming to fruition next year, the oh. economy? Because a lot of people are saying on the, like, news and stuff that next year is going to be the toughest year. Mm. Like, they thought this year was going to be tough. They're like, next year is going to be super tough. Mm. I am not overly confident for an improvement in the situation for 2024. I think the structural issues within the economy that we've all seen firsthand over the last, well, really since the end of COVID in 2021, are just becoming more and more prominent. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, inflation is still incredibly high and, you know, the cost of living pressures that that's, you know, as a a result of is not changing. Mm -hmm. Like the prices aren't going back to normal. Mm. Have our wages increased for that? So that's the thing. So uh, interest rates won't be dropping. Uh, If anything, they may still increase. Um, and then we still deal with the continual supply issues of everything, yeah. especially if there is sort of um, turmoil overseas, especially with some of our trading partners. doesn't just have to be China, of course. But uh, I think the best thing Australia can do is just really start to do things internally in terms yeah. of manufacturing, but we're not ever we going to be – Well, we did, but now, then they got rid yeah. of it. Now we're not mm. going to do it again. So that's the thing. Like what do you do? The one thing Australia can do is grow its own food. True. But we don't have um, – fuel, you know, they don't even they don't even refine petrol in Australia. Anymore. Oh, wow. Like oil refineries turn it into petrol. I don't think they even do that in Australia anymore. Yeah. yeah. So it just be I mean I'm not saying that the you know the fuel supply line's gonna stop or anything like that as well. But yeah unfortunately could economic situation well could hundred percent and you've still got government uh you know master you know, the government, what I call the master, you've still got their policies about, um, you know, bringing a lot of new um, people into Australia. Well, that obviously has its own complications with the housing market. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know how difficult it is for rentals at the moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you are going to bring hundreds of thousands of new people into the country, especially into the big cities, like where are you putting them? Putting and then them, it's yeah. the, 
the flow-ons from that. So there's a lot of sort of structural issues that I think, unfortunately, for 2024, not only are they not getting resolved, they're not even getting really dealt with. If anything, the problems with a lot of them do have the potential to become even more conflictual and a bit mm, harder for us yeah. all. So, yeah, it's, uh, that sounds positive, doesn't it? No, <laughs> no. But, yeah. We, just, it, we just have to change to it. Well, that's the thing. You've just got to really... You know, there are a lot of things that are out of our control, and I always say all the time anyway, if you can't control it, then why do you let it control you? Now, yeah. obviously, unfortunately, there are things that we are all affected by, of course, you know, not only, you know, least of all the cost of living, which is also one of the hardest things at the yeah. moment as well, but, you know, we can't control the geopolitical situation of the world. We can't control the economy. We can't control what other countries do. Just got to do you. Yeah. Start do growing you- your own food if you can as well. Yeah. I was going, I'm going to try, even though my family are farmers. Great idea. I was going to, I'm going to try. Yeah. yeah, I'll just grow tomatoes on my balcony. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> well, why not? You, <laughs> you mentioned before that you didn't um, see the conflict in the Middle East. Mm. I think every news headline, everything that I keep seeing, it's like if this happens, this will be the beginning of World War Three. Mm. What do you see coming to fruition with that conflict? Well, my whole thing was, I mean, I, for anyone that knows the history of that region as well, I mean, it was inevitable there was yeah. going to be war again anyway. Mm. I mean, because there is, I mean, it has been for not only thousands of years, but especially even modern Israel has been through multiple devastating wars. Um, I think there's a few sort of trigger points. The biggest one that I'm focusing on has always been northern Israel, which uh, would be the um, Lebanese group Hezbollah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. um, so if they get involved... Forget it because I the whole they middle. Were already involved. Well, they kind of already are, but I thought they were actually had the potential to get a lot more involved. Okay. I think I think even they've realised. Oh God! Step so they pulled back yeah. because they realise Israel is actually completely now getting rid of you know terrorist group that controls Gaza. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, the two things to watch out there for are always going to be Hezbollah, uh, which is an Iranian proxy, but also Iran itself as mm-hmm. the country. But you know, unfortunately, this you know devastating conflict has been going for you know about five weeks now, and we haven't really seen massive involvement from Iran directly or Hezbollah directly. I mean, there's definitely skirmishes and things like that, but I think the biggest fear, not only for spiritual people that look at it, uh, but also just for geopolitical people that are interested in it, um, is Hezbollah getting involved? Um, you know, the Lebanese group. So because that would completely change the conflict. And yeah. I think that has, if any involvement from them would see the conflict completely spiral out of control very quickly. Mm. Um, World War Three for me was always a spiritual war. So that kind of kicked off in 2019 in some ways, but uh-huh. this could be World War Four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. But what it all comes down to as well, if America's distracted in the Middle East and the world's distracted in the Middle East, you've still got the rise of the dragon. Who's going to mm. counter the dragon? Mm. So that's where I said as well, if this conflict really kicks off, then that's what will begin the, the ascension or the, the finality of the rise of the dragon because then the giant dragon has risen and it knows that it has no competition in its way. So China's secretly loving the last few years oh, God, being yeah. the distraction oh, of conflict. It hasn't hurt them at all. Yeah. And um, to be honest, who knows what's going on in China because no one has real access to it. Yeah, no one it. knows. Yeah. Exactly. Not properly. In the terms of natural disasters, do you see anything? Always, It's all around fire next year, I, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I was actually – I have a feeling about fire and yeah. I have a huge fear of fire as well. Mm. But even to this point, I asked my mum the other week, I was like, do we have fire insurance on this house? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, we do. I was like, good, great, because yeah. I just have a sense of fire. Well, and yeah. they say that next year is going to be super dry and very hot. Well, yeah, this is one of the predictions I put in my uh, 2023 predictions post at the end of December last year, which was uh, the water turning to fire, So, which we've all seen. So unfortunately, you know, we had some devastating floods, floods yeah. uh, that continued really, I mean, even up until over winter, they mm-hmm. were still continuing. And then... Uh, that it was water that turned into fire. So as we've all seen, I mean, as everyone knows anyway, when there's a lot of rain and there's a lot of growth and then the growth dries out, it creates a, you know, catastrophic mm-hmm. fire potential. Uh, there is talk about El Nino. I predicted El Nino mm. would be occurring and now there's, I mean, there's kind of the agreements that that's begun in some ways. Wait, El Nino is a dry one. The dry yeah, one, yeah. yeah. So El Nino, when it hits Australia, creates, yeah, drought conditions yeah, essentially. Yeah. So you know, less rain, hotter weather. Um, but even when I was in uh, Los Angeles in February, and you, uh, you, you, when were you girls last? No, there? that was the year before. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just constant no, travelers here yeah. at uh, <laughs> Curious Conversations. At the same time, but I'm pretty sure it was the year before. Just can't keep up with how yeah, often sorry. we're in LA. We're no, no, actually no. in LA right now as this comes out. Yes. 
Oh, fabulous. Yeah. So as the girls are in LA, they have landed safely. Um, <laughs> Please tell me there's no bloody earthquakes. Oh, oh God, it's my, it's my nightmare. <laughs> I'll be so scared. But when I was in LA in February, like I was shooketh by how green it, it is in the Hollywood mm-hmm. Hills. Like Malibu was like going through Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And you'll see it for yourself. Like the Hollywood Hills are so green. green. Really? Because they're prone to fires. Exactly. So what's going to wow. happen when that all dries out? Like, oh, they're in uh, California and uh is the west coast of America, part of me, I think, are in for some devastating fires. And I think the Hollywood Hills, which whether, is yeah, well, which was right on the mm. doorstep of the city. I mean, mm. you know, the houses are a few streets up the hills, really. Uh, so I think, unfortunately, uh, it'd be very interesting to see what happens in the American summer, which will obviously be mid year next year, mm-hmm. because I think LA and uh, the surrounding areas are in for some devastating fires. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Because your prediction last year had the Hollywood, Hollywood sign. Hollywood sign, yeah, which was, yeah. And so, I know like, we've got friends in LA at the moment and it's supposed to be fall, but they're complaining it's so fucking hot. Oh, mm. it's, it, that's the thing. It's a lot warmer than it technically be, is yeah. normal. And uh, it's just so green. And I think, unfortunately, California, I mean, it's it's worldwide as well. I mean, unfortunately, we saw some devastating fires in Europe this year as well. Mm, but uh, to use the, the Australian uh, example, you know, unfortunately, again, there's very strong issues with backburning in Australia in the fact that it's not occurring. Yeah, and, which um, should have been done. And well, like, exactly right. And the Indigenous population uh, that managed the land for thousands of years before white settlement, backburning was a part of their mm-hmm. thing. You know, they did it effectively. So the whole natural environment, especially in the east coast of Australia, has developed around clearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had, you know, not to marginalise anyone, but we had some, you know, some lovely... Uh, Greens members, in, uh, <laughs> the government and councils that stopped the backburning and they won't even allow people to clear their homes uh, and their own properties effectively. And Which is a danger. It's been marketing down with you... rain. Everything's grown so much. It's not going to take much for it to dry out. A lot of it already is in the yeah. country areas and hasn't really been that hot yet. Uh, so if you're not clearing it, you're not effectively um, mitigating the risks, Mm. The fires are going to kick off. And, then, and you know, this is a prediction again. They'll blame climate change for it. It's like, yeah, well, climate yeah, change yeah. isn't lighting fires. Yeah. Like a, a lot of these fires are also arsonists or even, um, you know, man-made error. Mm-hmm. It's not climate change if it's a person lighting a fire and then you're not allowing the bush to be cleared properly. Yeah. Like it's actually, you know, we have to adapt to the weather mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so true. So it's going to be great listening back to this podcast. Yeah, actually, no, when I write them up. yeah. <laughs> so funny. It actually will be. Is there any? I'm going to like throw this completely different. Yeah. But has any predictions come up for you personally in your life? Well, I like to think always that I am a very good manifestor, and uh, a few of the things that I have on the cards uh, that I will be super, super excited to announce in 2024. Uh, are things that I really have manifested. No way. Yeah, 100%. So uh, there's, yeah, the two really big ones wow. that I've uh, really Like in detail or it's like detail, including up. Including people involved. Wow. Before I knew them. Are you kidding? Mm. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, so yeah, it's just alignment, but uh, it's something that I, there's a few really exciting upgrades mm-hmm. happening to David the Medium Inc., INC, not Inc. Yeah. Uh, in twenty twenty four, and I can't wait to take everyone along for the ride. And I feel like a lot of people will also have a lot of sort of personal interest in it as well, which yeah. will be exciting to sort of bring everyone along as well. But yeah, it's all things that I've been playing the long game with energetically. Like yeah. I've always kind of manifested it and pictured it and seen it happening. Not sure how I would get there, but then naturally the stars aligned. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah. So. I'm excited for 2024. I mean, yeah. the year is maybe not an easy one, but it's not necessarily a hard one either. It's just as we adapt to everything that's going on around us. And I, as I say to everyone, if we look at 2020 and everything we all went through during COVID, if you put that into writing and you read it, you'd be like, oh, my fucking God, like I can't believe, what, lockdowns? Oh, we're going to be in a curfew? Mm. We got through it. Yeah, we mm. did. So even if life feels difficult or complex or just so, oh, how are we going to do this? Well, the simple answer is, well, you are going to do it and you're going to get through it. Mm. It's life. Doesn't stop moving. Yeah. You know, we're all going to get through it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, do you think, I don't know if anything will come up, but do you think that we could try and do another, like, you get into, like, your headspace and see if anything comes up? (laughs) (laughs) It just happens like that, does it? I don't know. Does it? Well, Spirit says you're pregnant. No, no. <laughs> Are you having a baby? What a genius. Well, who was I talking to then? 
No, I don't think you know. <laughs> oh, my God, me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, even as we were talking about even the predictions, I felt like a lot of that was kind of like downloady because there was yeah. things that I just yeah. wasn't necessarily thinking of that was yeah. sort of coming into my head. But uh, any questions about personal life goals while I'm here that we can answer? Well, one of the questions when I put you up today, my mum was like, mm. will my little one find the love of her life? That's meaning Sarah. I thought she was talking about you. Like, she already has. She's already got a lovely man. David's like, huh, what? Uh, well, I'm right here. I'm very rude of your mum to ask. No. <laughs> well, to everyone listening, Dave and I have always said, like, he is my husband. If yeah. he was straight, he would be my husband. I'm sure. batting above my average there. But, uh, yeah, we make such a cute couple. Yeah. yeah just if like I was, fun. like, not gay. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'd have fun. Yeah. And I'm, I've just started at the PT, so I'm getting fit for oh, you great. as well. great. I love muscles. I saw you've been yeah. doing Reformer too. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Reformer Pilates. Yeah. Like I've really gotten into it. But you get I, nice and tight Yeah, you it. get oh, 100%. Like my quads. Yeah. I now know what a quad is. <laughs> Only like, there's two of them. What's this muscle that's yeah. happening right here? we're working your quads. I was like, yeah. I don't have a quad bike, sis. I mean, you can work <laughs> on it if you want, but I don't. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been loving uh, Pilates and, you know, even for everyone listening, you know, exercise is great anyway, but it really does do the mind, body and the soul. So uh, it's not something that I ever really enjoyed exercising because I get so bored by the gym. Like yeah, sitting and lifting weights, I'm like, oh, I'd rather do anything else. But uh, if you can do something that you enjoy that also exercises the body, then you're also exercising the mind and the soul at the same Absolutely. time. So I just find I'm even more focused than I am and... It shifts energy. Uh, 100% of it. And yeah. if it makes you look good naked, win-win. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. a bit of tan. How's your mediumship, and we ask you this every year yeah. and it always evolves, how's your mediumship and psychic ability evolved in the last year? Yeah, fascinating question, isn't it? I mean, I, I've i been very focused on self-care this year as well. So um, not that I was getting burnt out because I just, I'm so grateful and I just love what I do. So I, I don't think I could ever get burnt out with it if I tried. But I think focusing on me this year and allowing myself actually space to rest and to recover mm, in some ways yeah. has just made the readings even more so, sort of succinct and sort of on point. And it's, it's all about the flow of energy, which obviously mediumship is anyway, but I find in my flow just seems to be a lot more effortless as well. Uh, the message is, uh, you know, I like to think always as strong and as uh, clear as I always have been. Uh, but, yeah, the psychic part has uh, been fascinating as well, just even with people that I'm reading in their personal lives and some of the stuff that comes up. I mean, I'm just, I love it. I'm just oh, so wow. grateful to be able to do what I do. That's crazy. Yeah. Does it just come to you easier now? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The flow is a lot more sort of effortless, I'm finding. Yeah. And that's, you know, and I, I've said this to you girls before, but, you know, I'm never going to get to the stage where I know everything. Like mm, I think yeah. all of us within our careers or our special interests are constantly developing and I think it's a negative to ever get to a point where you think you're going to know it all or that you're going to be the best at it. I don't want to be the best at it. Mm, I just yeah. want to be me and be the best that I can be at it. Uh, so, yeah, it's just constantly evolving and I'm, I'm loving the journey. Do you know authenticity is the highest vibration? Yeah, authenticity and love. Ah. Yeah. So when you can combine both of them. But to be authentic, I mean, that's the thing, when you're truly you mm. in whatever scenario or situation and whomever you're with, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be your highest, absolutely. Going back to predictions, what's happening for Tal and I next year, apart from Tully having a baby? Yeah. You're having a baby? No, <laughs> no, 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 just, just kidding, mate, just kidding. Guys, um, she's pregnant. I think you guys could definitely branch out into fashion. Oh, <laughs> men's fashion. Oh, just oh, tickling. It's tickling down. Yeah, let me just. Okay. We can we like can lift the other mic up. Snip it anyway. Uh, what yeah. do you mean, men's fashion, or what do you what? mean, other fashion? Do you reckon you could do fashion? Well, activewear is not fashion. We've had this discussion. Well, yeah. that's funny because we're doing something. Oh, you are already different. We're fashion. Well, a little bit, not just black leggings. No, but it's a move no, away from still, active wear. We're still active wear, though. Sorry, is that interfering we'll, with some plan? No, it'll be fine. Right, no, yeah. it'll be fine. Um, we're doing, going to do more like streetwear, outerwear. Yeah, yeah, but still an active wear brand. Yeah, it's still an active wear yeah. brand, but if you're doing outerwear or streetwear, I think yeah. that would be a complete vibe. So you're doing that already? Yeah. No, no, that? well, we were doing it back when I first launched and then we stopped doing it because COVID and everyone was just buying back black leggings. So yeah, we're yeah. stuck in this rut of just doing yeah, black doing leggings because it was yeah. money making. I've got my back to you, sorry. That's okay. Um, and then we've just been seeing Harrison, who was actually on the podcast last week, and he's our, like, our business mentor, and he's like, you need to go back to your roots. Yeah. So more like outerwear and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think that you girls need to adapt into business-wise? I think this change. Year, I think this year's been a big learning curve for us. 
And how so? Being um, more involved in the business. The like more hands the, on. Yeah, yeah, more hands on in the business sense. I think we were very and we talk about this on the podcast all the time. I think and as Harrison would say, we've been very lucky the last ten years. Mm. And no such thing as luck. True. Well, and do you know what? I always speak about we need to have more fun working now and energetically when I go back to like when we were really like killing it, living half a year in LA basically, mm. is when we had more fun and had no expectations. Mm. Like we were hustling. Yeah. But it was fun doing it. And I think this is the hardest part because once we start creating an actual brand for ourselves, an actual business for mm. ourselves, we face the pressure and the expectation yes. of having to always Be maintain that and keep up with yeah. it. And, you know, God forbid that there's any elements of feeling like we're taking a step backwards because it's like, oh, fuck, we failed, we failed. Yeah. So you, you know, there is that pressure. But when you're at the start, like, you know, even David the Medium at the start, I was like, oh, I'm reading people having fun with it. Yeah. And it's like, I'm David the Medium. Mm. And I feel like. It's great, I mean, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel like we speak about this all the time. I feel like as you get older, you have more responsibility. So the less fun you have. So it's really hard yeah. to get to that. And we're working so hard on it to get to that stage of like still having fun. Yes, we have responsibilities, but mm. it's having hard. Balance. Having funny fun in the journey. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yes, we do have more responsibilities. There's more mm. bills. There's more I have to look after a bloody child next year. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's more responsibilities. Yeah. Oh, my God, I would die. Um, but it is and it's hard to find that and I feel like that's what we've been working on really hard this Good. year. Yeah. Um, Love the hat, by the way. Thank you. Someone yeah. sent Tully it to me. hat. Yeah. Oh, is it? No, yes, yeah, someone oh. sent it to me to the tea. I love it. It's actually a guy's brand. I'll have to find the name. Um, and, yeah, so I think this year was definitely, yeah, a learning curve but. Now we have to adapt to those learning things. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like Involved. next year, like the more, and same as you, it's like every year you evolve more in your career, more opportunities come, more responsibility, mm. more time, like management. And I feel mm. like that's what's going to be happening for us next year because it's kind of happened the last like two to three months where opportunities will come up that are mm. freaking amazing, fun. They've been fun. Like they haven't been hard. And I feel like that's going to times 10 next year. Yeah. I'm exactly the same. Yeah. Um, time management will be a big thing for me next year, I think. Us as well. Same. And I've made it very clear what my priorities are, but, yeah, it's just juggling it, I think. Yeah, I think once you – I think it's hard in the beginning, but then once you have your routine of what that time management looks like, I think you just – I always think about it like people that work at 9 to 5. Like they know they have to go to work at 9 o'clock mm-hmm. and leave at 5 p.m. five days a week. Yeah. I'm like that's what we kind of have to – and it's hard when you run your own business. Mm. It's like – you have to hold yourself you accountable. You have to. It's 100%. like, okay, on Tuesday, yeah. it's hard. But you're also so invested in it as well yeah. because people that go into an office. Can switch you know, yeah. If you're working for a bank, I mean, fuck, you don't care if, mm-hmm. you know, and the decisions are out of your control. Exactly. The bank has a, you know, big profit. Well, it's not your doing, you know, yeah. that's the thing. But when it's your own business, I mean, not only do you have the passion behind it, but, you know, that the effort that you put in is actually what we've got yeah. out. And we've all seen that, you know, the three of us, but, you know, everyone that's also an entrepreneur or has their own businesses that listens Absolutely. to this podcast. So. It's going to be, yeah. um, Just, I suppose we work for ourselves as well so we can have that time management. If we mm. want to have Mondays off and we work, like, yeah, but it'll be, I think for all three of us, I think that's going to be big next year. Yeah. Not that I'm a psychic, no, but I'm just, I'm, saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't put me out of a job. <laughs> and I'm always going to ask this because yeah. the response was amazing the first time I had you on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Are there any spirits around us right now? <laughs> well, it's an interesting vibe because it's, it's. I think I'm also picking up on the office if I was to tune in. Oh. Even though we're not in the same room as them, it just feels sort of chaotic in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, because yeah. there's so many people, people. in Yeah, room. yeah, when usually it's just us in the room. But uh, Should I walk around the office maybe yeah. and be like, hey, guys. Mm. Weird because I have like another soul inside my body right now. Mm. Can, can that's You've I just raised, thought of that. That is so weird. You are literally, and every pregnant lady out there, but also mothers, you are literally a portal to the afterlife at the moment. Like you are creating wow. the physical body for a soul that is not of this world. Isn't that crazy? When does the soul enter the body? With the first breath. Oh. It's connected to the body. So that's someone's like afterlife. Someone that's, I mean, not afterlife, someone that's. Mm. Soul has been alive before. Yeah. So the afterlife is deciding who comes down. To it's take- already decided, a hundred percent. Like it would be part of your soul contract because you've probably been together in past uh-huh. lives before. Like, you know, your daughter could have been your father in a past life, and you could have been her son or his son. Um, but this time around, yeah, you were creating the physical vessel, the body, 
for a soul that's not actually here. Oh, yet. my God, sorry. I just had the weirdest reminder. So one time, I don't know if the reading was with you or someone else, or it's come up a couple of times, they always say that my grandpa, which my dad's dad, and I never met him and he died when my dad was really young, they're like, you and your dad's grandpa, you and your grandpa are like the same person. Mm. Like he's always, the energy of him, I think it was you that said it, the energy of him and you are like the same or something weird about the energy yeah. of him. Or it's come up twice in things and I'm like, it's weird because I never actually met my grandpa. Yeah. And then could that be like the baby? I think his energy could be a part of the baby. I'm a very strong um, believer from what I've seen already, though, that the souls usually won't reincarnate until we're all uh, up there together. Okay, if okay. That makes sense. Oh, that but makes it's sense, not yeah. unheard of, but, you know, is this a Vons dad? Uh, yes. I remember a Vons yes. from your first Yes, reading. it is. <laughs> and, like, they always, yeah. I've had it come up twice that they're like, your grandma, and it's so, so weird. What mm. do you mean that? So I don't believe that we get reincarnated again. From a until, relative. From, well, until, it's kind of like until the last person who knew us personally in the oh. world has crossed over. So once the last. a long bloody time. Well, you never met your grandfather. Did no, your true. sister? No. But obviously your parents my, have. Yeah. Well, not even my mum. He died when my, mom, my dad was super young, yeah. like three or something. So. He could does anyone is anyone still in the physical order who actually met your grandfather? Oh, my dad. Yeah, so whilst so, your dad, dad's a side, he won't reincarnate. Ah, uh, okay. And your dad's not going anywhere anytime soon, which is good. Yeah, so, great. Uh, you know, that's the thing. So obviously, you know, public figures, for example, like we all know, I suppose is Gandhi still alive, but that's like the most blonde question I've ever asked ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course he's unfortunately crossed over. Poor Gandhi. We love Matt Gandhi. But like, you know, I don't know whether anyone knows him personally. True. God, God, when did he die? Like, I don't even know. I don't know. So Matt, stop, he yeah. could come back into someone. So he could yeah. come back. We all know who he is, but, like, he could come back because not yeah. anyone in the physical world actually knows him personally. I've got a terrible example in my head. So, I mean. No, so, like, so no, yeah. Princess Diana's not going to come back because, like, her there's, boys are still. There's so many people that still I'm knew her. Still, like, yeah. she's still Imagine got friends. People, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you and I know her, yes, but we didn't know it. Yeah. So, but even if she shook hands with someone, it doesn't count. It has to be a personal, personal. connection. So yeah. friends and family. So, yeah, the you know. I mean, Charles, her children, her own family, like her nieces, like I people mean, princess, hundred percent, like prince. Oh, yeah, interesting question about people that work for you. I know. Mm. Oh no, I imagine it would still be the same because I know yeah. you personally. So yeah, princess Diana won't be reincarnated for a very long time. Wow. But you know, time is only existing in the physical order; it doesn't exist up there. Time's a human construct. True. No, like spirit always says, dinosaurs didn't invent clocks. Dinosaurs didn't care what the time was. That's true. So it's something, interesting. You know, the neurotic part of humans have been the only ones that decided we needed to measure time. We need to control things. Yeah, we need to, yeah, it's yeah. a sense of control. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Time doesn't exist. We just learn to measure something that we actually can't see. Mm. Interesting question. Where does time actually exist? Time doesn't exist. No, it's so weird. We've just created it, to be very fair. It didn't exist. And once humans disappear, time's not going to exist again. I've never thought of it like yeah. that. That is crazy. Yeah, Will humans not exist at some stage? Oh, God, I mean, the way that we're going, probably yeah. a good thing. No, no, but like, no, yeah, well, I don't believe we'll be here forever. Yeah. Uh, you know, humans, unfortunately, are very self-destructive mm. um, as a species. Mm. Uh, you know, we're very, I mean, there's so many amazing qualities to humans, but the human journey is one that's difficult, I think. Uh, yeah, we are very self-destructive creatures. We're the only creatures that murder for fun or do anything like mm. that. You know, mm. So there's... It's all a lesson, it's all a frequency, and if we can upgrade, then I think humanity would change. But you need everyone to do it at the same yeah. time. And I think, you know, again, there's so many people on different levels. So it's a, so just a wild ride. But, yeah, there's a lot of people that always said, you know, the 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 version of hell as we see it is actually earth. Mm, that's um, what my um, great-grandmother used to say. Hell is earth and, yep. yeah, heaven is essentially the afterlife. Mm. Um, but this is where the difficulties are. This is where the negativity is. This is mm. where the really hard lessons is. It's not a bad thing, not necessarily, but it's not you know, It's not great to obviously go through difficult times. But. So then spirits that you speak to, mm. why haven't they gone up or been where, like, their soul contract, why is that? Because there's still people that know them here. So they're still <sighs> connected to them and also guiding and watching over our lives at the same time as well. But they are in the afterlife, but it's mm. kind of like what I call the waiting room, if that makes sense. It's got a version of heaven, absolutely, mm. but it's not the final resting spot for the soul. Um, so the soul when... connects back to oneness. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, I get that now. So like spirit 
attaches to connections here. Yeah, they're still here for us. Yeah, and then right. once they all go, then they go to the next level. Yeah. And which then once is everyone reincarnation. Yeah. Oh. And then well, yeah, perhaps reincarnation. But mm. once everyone that we know is suddenly with us and I guess we'll find out one day. But yeah. It's one of these and it is an unknown question. I mean a lot of spiritual people have their own beliefs and views on it, but none of us know for sure, I guess, until we yeah. actually will pass see it for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So wild. Uh, Do they not tell you? <laughs> No, they don't because, uh, trust me, I've asked. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> so, it's so interesting. Yeah, that's one of these things we're not meant to know. Like spirit will never talk about death either because in the physical sense because obviously death doesn't exist but death in the physical sense does because uh-huh. uh, no one actually ever dies or disappears. But unfortunately we do depart the physical world, being earth. Uh, but even when I've read for terminally unwell people, spirit never says to them when they're going to cross over. It's mm-hmm. not meant to know. So mm-hmm. it is irrelevant really. I mean it's important to us because of the human understanding in the bigger scheme of things, it's not nothing changes really. The soul's not disappearing. It's not going anywhere. Well, it is, but it's not leaving. Yeah. Are you not scared of death then? <sighs> well, like I said before, if you can't control it, don't let it control you. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not. I personally know I'm not afraid of death. I can understand why some people are, but it comes down to a control factor, I think. Ah. Uh, and a lot of us have very negative experiences around death. Mm. Uh, in the Western world, yeah, you know, there are cultures that celebrate death. Mm. Um, but. Yeah, like I said, I can't. I, do I want my loved ones to die? Absolutely no. not. And I have a lot of fear around that, to be very mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Um, based on, again, past experience. But I'm not, personally, I'm not afraid to die yeah. in the physical sense. Very well, interesting. We were talking about that before with Vic, actually, about oh. fear of people around you dying. I'm ter- mm. terrified. And can we just have a disclaimer, actually? Because a lot of famous people, when they talk about their deaths, they end up dying. So let's just put that out that they we're not doing that oh, anytime okay. soon. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Where's the good vibes? Like, good uh, vibrations. I know we're not energy givers. Now no. that I've said that, we're all safe, guys. Yeah. By the way, but you know, Aaliyah talked about her death before the plane crash. Matthew Perry talked about his death. You know, they did too. A lot of yeah, they all talk about their death and then they die. So we're not doing uh, that. No. I've just caught out the universe on a little sneaky trick that was pulling on us there, but we're all fine now. Thank you, Dave. Loophole. Thank you for protecting yeah, we us. We closed that loophole. Thank you. <laughs> Always got our back. Yeah. Thank God, God. I know. As soon as I was talking, I was like, oh, God, let's cover that. If Ugh. anyone's listening and they want to sign up to one of your 22-minute manifestations, obviously the last one is coming up that's sold out and you'll have some next year. Where yeah. is the best way? Do you have a newsletter or is the best way to follow you? How do they know when you have a live coming yeah, up? Yeah, I definitely I posted on my Instagram, so at David the Medium, if you're not following already. So I will definitely give updates uh, when the next session is happening. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be towards really the end of January because I like to do it sort of five to six weeks apart. Uh, I do have a mailing list that you can sign up to at my website, which is davidthemedium.com. Also where appointments are released as well when they're available. But, yeah, I'll sometimes post it on Instagram every now and then and keep it up to date with the newsletter as well. And uh, I don't honestly post a newsletter that often because I don't want to annoy people with, you know, regular emails. Because buddy ASOS, I tell you, you sign up to ASOS once, they'll send you 10 emails a day. So it's... (laughs) Uh, haunted me there, but yeah, I'll, I I just keep in touch. Yeah, I saw you socials. did a sneaky ASOS order at one oh AM the God. other morning. Came home from a wedding, like <laughs> blind drunk on whiskey, <laughs> and I was like, and I've got a Christmas party coming up with my talent management, and I was like, you know what? I was feeling black sheer. I was in yeah. a black sheer moment, so I was like, bought about four hundred different shirts at a black sheer. So <laughs> at one AM, at one AM in the morning, I mean, you know, fucking hell, like, that. yeah. So there might be a few returns, but the good thing is, ASOS is free returns for anyone interesting. I haven't bought from ASOS in years. I love ASOS. ASOS design is actually really yeah. quite interesting. It's very affordable but also really quite cool. Yeah, they're different staff. Yeah. And if anyone's listening and they want to book an appointment with you, have you opened up appointments for 2024? No, so I'm only doing them really a week ahead at the oh, moment. Wow. I've kind of been in that sort of stage for the last few months just to uh, – it works both ways. It helps me plan my own schedule in a lot easier but it also means that people don't have to wait as long for appointments. So yeah. Uh, I it is at random. I don't have a certain day or time that I do post them to my website, but they will be listed under last minute appointments under the readings mm-hmm. section on my website. And yeah, really kind of post in the week ahead at, at sort of yeah. you know, at this stage. Usually on Sunday night, <laughs> just saying. Uh, but yeah, with a few of the projects I've got coming up in 2024, like readings for me will still be a priority, but uh, just sort of. Time management and juggling and just bringing in all the good stuff. There yeah, well. absolutely. We had a few people when we said you were coming on, they're like, oh, I need to book an appointment with him. And I'm like, mm. I don't know if he's opened any appointments up yet. So yeah. that's handy. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you. Sarah, do you have anything else? No, but I'm looking forward to our, our live next year and another haunted oh, tour. Oh, my God. Excited. And I'm We've looking forward so to the fun. manifestation in December. Yes. Hearing this amazing word that Sarah and I know about. But yes. we're not allowed to say. <laughs> it's uh, social media, guys. Uh, let's say, hold on, let me get my phone out. 
maybe I should post the word in, uh, so the 13th of December. Maybe the 20th of uh, March is when the word will go live. March? March. Why don't I say March? <laughs> We're not doing it the 20th, but 20th of December, pardon okay. me, everybody. Yeah. So that's like in a month. Yeah. yeah, in a month. Yeah, yeah. But uh, for all those that did secure their spot, you will hear we'll about the word out. on, uh, I was going to say March again, December 13th. Yeah, 13th. Don't Wednesday leak it. night. Don't leak it. Let everyone find out on December 20th. Yeah, don't leak it or I'll fuck it. No, 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 we're fine, guys. You can tell your friends. Thank you so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Absolutely I love, love your it. energy. I love yours more. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm excited for 2024. Good. Me too. Are you Next excited? year I'm going to have a baby we, you when believe we do it? this. A little Tully Humphrey angel. And I'm she'll so be like excited. six, seven, eight, I don't know how many months she'll be. Seven months, maybe. That is wild. Yeah. And I'll tell you how I use that word. (laughs) Yes, uh, you'll use it amazingly. I I hope so. We love you, David, and thank you. Thanks, Sarah. Love you. It's us again. We're back. It's Tully and Sarah. And if you don't know, we have an activewear brand called Tully Lou. And we have Australia's favourite leggings, but not only do we have leggings, we've got hoodies, we've got outerwear. We've got everything that you may need for an active lifestyle. So we want to give you guys an offer. If you've never shopped at Tally Lou or if you've shopped at Tally Lou and you just want $15 off your next order, you need to take this offer and it's TL Cherry, all caps, all one word, and pop that in at checkout and you will get $15 off. So head to our website. It's www.tallyloo.com or head to our Instagram, stalk our page, use the code and let's get you all in some TL. And welcome to the family. Welcome to the family.